Kulun? Fully Kuli. Now, Donna, it's time to lay it on the line. What does Fully Kuli mean? I don't know. Come on, you have to know. The main character always knows stuff like that. Who's already now, Grandpa, too? <laughs> what is this? Who cares about Footy Kuli anyway? <laughs> They're in a good mood. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes talk about anime. He brought back some spicy fish eggs. He's Bill. I love spicy fish eggs. And unlike that hamster, Andy is enjoying his freedom. (laughs) (laughs) I had five days off. It was glorious. I played so much Pokemon. Do you still have hamsters? No, not anymore. I've lost a lot of hamsters along the way, and not for the reason that you are thinking, Bill. (laughs) I didn't say (laughs) they're not gerbils. And she can doodle-doodle me anytime. I'm Matt. (laughs) Buns up, ready to go. Commence insertion! (laughs) 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 Back to the gerbils. Oh, Okay. I was just gonna say you go through hamsters quite a bit. I did. I had a I had a hamster that one time that like became, basically was a zombie by the time of its death. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember zombie hamster? I remember you talking about zombie hamster. I never really saw yeah, much of was... your hamsters because they were just like in your bedroom where we never went. That's so. true. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. No, that's fair. Yeah, I haven't had a hamster in a while. Oh. It's been a while. Been a hot minute. Maybe at some point. If I get a hamster again, I'm gonna do. You ever see those videos where like they make a live like a big like actual like live habitat yeah those are cool those are cool as hell yeah those are fucking awesome i would probably they they look expensive as shit and like a lot of work but if i were ever to get one again i would try something like that that would be cool all right hi guys hi hi welcome to tuning japanese we're here at our final episode of season eight well almost final episode we'll do our final (laughs) breakdown of the final episode recap yes the final recap episode a Fooly Cooly is Bill's season, Bill's pick. It is a short season. Our first time ever doing a, uh, well, not really first time. I guess we did a, another short season when we did when we did Lotus War, but we did that as a bonus yeah. season. And that was 13 episodes. This is only six episodes. Matt, you can go back right now and listen to those episodes. It's just Bill and I talking about Lotus War, and we have a fucking blast. It's mostly us talking about d and heard, I heard them. So you know it's mostly just us talking about D&D. Yes, if you like D&D talk and you like uh, The Record of Lotus War OVA, go back into our back catalog and go find those. Uh, you can head to tuningjapanese.com, go to our episodes tab, uh, and then as you scroll down, you will find all seven episodes of our review of the Lotus War OVA, which was a blast. 
I should do a ripoff of Tulak's channel where I build pop culture characters, but then they're just stuff like the characters from Record of Lord of War and Lord of the Rings and well, right. 20 levels of Ranger. Done. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's build Tolkien characters on the system that is based off Tolkien. You mean Murps? The Middle Earth Roleplaying system? Yes, Murps. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, neat. <laughs> Let's move to nerd news. Uh, so I do. I just want to bring up very quickly. I have played about thirty hours of Pokemon Scarlet, which is one of the new Pokemon games that just came out. Uh, literally Thanksgiving, I think I put in like eight hours on that game. It is a two-sided coin. On one side, it is the most Scarlet fun I think I've ever had. Violet. Yes, Scarlet on one side, Violet on the other. No, uh, on one side of the coin, uh, I'm having some of the best time I've ever had with a Pokemon game. The, the writing and the storytelling for once in a Pokemon game is actually good. The open world mechanics are a lot of fun. I'm just I'm getting lost in the open world and like finding nooks and crannies and, and just having a really good time. On the other side of the coin, it is kind of a glitchy mess. And that's really unfortunate because it is the number one franchise of anything in the entire world. Uh, and they cannot apparently spend enough time or money to produce a well-polished final product. Um, it's not game-breaking by any means. Some people are having some like really bad glitches, but generally speaking, the frame rate is really terrible in spots, especially like for draw distance in the background. Um, Pop-in is really bad. There's memory leaks. It's, uh, it's a little disheartening, but I am enjoying the game quite a bit and we'll march forward. I'm, I'm just finished, got all the badges, um, which are done differently in this game. Don't need no stinking uh, badges. badges. The other ones. You don't uh, need no stinking badges. <laughs> God damn you both. <laughs> I needed 18, actually, this time. And I'm going to do the end game stuff soon. So, uh, yeah, I think it's it's good. I hope Game Freak decides to patch it in the next couple of months to make it run a lot smoother. But um, generally speaking, having a good time. Ah, oh, good. That's good. That's good. That's very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my nerd news. Um, does anyone have any fun little bits of nerd news real quick before we get into this episode? Hey, have you heard of this new upcoming anime called Ball Buster by Studio Nut? <laughs> I Yo. hope you're joking. Uh-uh. Yeah, I, I'm not joking. I he is. <laughs> oh, Matthew. Matthew, enlighten us about Ball Buster from Studio Nut. Why do you assume I know anything about it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You, you brought it up. <laughs> Yeah, but the trailer is in Japanese with no subtitles. But it looks like a high quality production, really. What what genre is it? I don't know. Is it hentai? No, it's is it pornography? It's a mech show of some sort. I was at a pornography store. I was buying pornography. Don't don't say bar. Don't say bar. Don't say bar. It is an economically legitimate robot hero story. Like Robot Detective K? Unfortunately not. Uh, economically damn. legitimate. So like next bonus episode. Yes. They can't uh, they can't afford to fill up the robot's tanks. <laughs> they just go home. Yes. Matt, can you lay the title on us one more time? Ballbuster. Okay, so uh by Studio <laughs> Nut. If you if you want to get with Studio Nut here, uh you, you and... can't for three more days. <laughs> and uh, t- bust some balls. I suppose by the time this is out, it'll be December. Yeah, by the time this is out, you can bust as many nuts as you want. Yep. <laughs> this has been Matt's segment of odds named anime. 
<laughs> with Matt. Uh, Bill, you got anything before we get into this episode? Uh, over the Thanksgiving weekend, Netflix dropped the Wednesday series, season one. Oh, yeah. Uh, which we have blown through. How many episodes? Eight. It's good. I enjoy it. It's uh, everybody that's a, a name in it does a phenomenal job. Catherine Zeta-Jones as Morticia, Louise Guzman as Gomez, Jenna Ortega as Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gwendolyn Christie and uh, Christina Ricci both have roles in it. Nice. Story is fine. It's a murder mystery, kind of. Um, but, yeah, but mainly it's held together by the acting of the, the main cast. Is it set modern day or is it, like, set back in the past, like, around... I don't know. I mean, I the the timelines are always nebulous with that with that franchise in yeah, general. Yeah, no, it's definitely modern day. There's smartphones and and such. Does it play well in modern day? Oh yeah, yep. It's Wednesday specifically. It's about her and um, she gets in trouble at her Nancy Reagan High School and uh, gets sent off to boarding school at Nevermore. So kind of a oh a, a gothy boarding school full of vampires and werewolves and what have you. Are there and other, they are uh, not prepared for Wednesday. And they're not. Are there other uh, Adams Family characters that make appearances in the show? Uh, yeah, we see... Well, I said Catherine Zeta-Jones and uh, Lise Guzman. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's true. You see a decent amount of them. Uh, Thing is a side character. Like, her sidekick. He's through most of it. You see Lurch driving the family car, and uh, there's an episode featuring Fred Armisen as Uncle Fester. I'm kind of here for that. You no, know, it... it, it was surprisingly enjoyable. Uh, yeah, Nevermore Academy. Uh, they are... Nevermore, Nevermore, well, it's, Nevermore. It's very Poe. Like, they have the Poe Cup where they do yachting and all the teams and boats are based on Poe stories. Okay, now it makes, now it makes sense. Yep. Right. Um, they go to Raven Island. Uh, there's a ah! there's a statue of Poe on on campus. Yeah, it's... it's Okay. But it's it's sign me up for this school. Yeah, you say you, you should watch it just for the, the Poe references. I think I'm going to watch this show while eating a Poe boy. <laughs> mm, Poe <God> boys. <laughs> All right, with that, let's good. get into this episode of Fooly Cooly, shall we? The sandwich so good, Freddie Mercury sang about it. I don't. I don't think I don't have time to explain <laughs> that to you. Though uh, this is episode six. This is the. Final episode of season one of Fooly Cooly. Yes, it is the fooliest, cooliest of episodes. It is. It is the fooliest and the cooliest. It is titled Fooly Climax. Fooly Climax. All right. Well, we are going to be talking about that episode. It's my episode. We're bringing us home here. Yeah. Yeah. I think as we mentioned like way back in the first episode of this way back. I mean way back five episodes ago. Way back. Uh, we, we started the series this series in the summer. <laughs> this summer. Bill, you're actually probably right. I know I am. Um, I know I am. It's a three season show. We are not gonna be, I think we this I think we decided we're not gonna tackle season two and season three. We are just gonna finish up <laughs> this season um and then do a yeah. finale episode next week where we kind of dissect the series overall. And I think our big goal, which was what, Bill, you had set up for at the beginning, was to kind of make those connections between this show and Evangelion and Gurren Lagan. And I think we can do that in that episode next week. Correct. And uh, let me just point out that it's actually a five-season show. Oh, because there's just two more coming. Two more coming. Yeah, there's not out See, there. I didn't know that when no. I picked it. We're breaking our normal pattern of... One season animes, but we kind of did that with with One Punch Man anyway. Yeah, I fucked that one up too. <laughs> it's fine. You notice I keep trying to pick short animes. 
It's it's almost <laughs> like you're trying to get through all of them faster. Yeah. Well, we begin proper episode six uh, with a cooking class. They are learning how to properly use chopsticks. Yes. Yep. This is my dad's favorite part of the entire show. After he saw this episode, he he, he loves the uh, spork joke. <laughs> the spork joke is really good. I love the call and response, like getting them to all click, click, click their uh, uh, chopsticks. I think I might have to buy chopsticks for my classroom and use that as a, a way to get them their, the attention back. There's also <laughs> something to be said about uh, using chopsticks prevents Alzheimer's. Yeah, I wrote that. Uh, is this the crazy cat lady teacher? I don't think so, but I wouldn't be shocked. I think so. Okay. I did, okay, I wasn't sure if it was the same one or not, but uh, I don't know if she cannot use school, chopsticks. No, she she's really bad. She's trying to demonstrate how to use them. Uh-huh. It's like, I've been there. I understand this teacher. Sometimes, like, I've been told to teach content, and I'm like, I have no fucking idea. It's like when I taught social studies briefly, <laughs> and I was, like, just reading the book, the the actual middle school textbook, the day ahead of these kids, and I'm like, Myanmar, <laughs> Burma, I couldn't tell you where they are on a map, but I, let's just read this chapter together. I just imagine you walking in there, leaning on the desk, lighting a cigarette, just, <laughs> listen, kids. We got to talk about Thanksgiving. I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, been it. fucking lying to you. Uh, so I, I love, I love this teacher. I, I, I just, I understand. I've been there. Yeah. The kids get in the conversation about the sporks um, while the teacher screams in frustration and Naoto takes off. <laughs> um, they're like, we, we would rather have sporks. And then Naoto gets up and leaving. They're like, where's he going? Like, he's going to go get the sporks. You want me to go get my spork? No, he's not going to get the sporks. You, you think he's going to go get some? Yeah. You want me to go get my? You want me to go get my spork? Do you, what? I have a spork. What, do yes, you use I spork? Do. Okay. Is it? Is it? I hope it's stainless steel. No, it's titanium. <laughs> oh, oh God! You want me to go get my spork? <laughs> I, if you want, I mean, go that's get fine. The, I want to see this spork. <laughs> Bill, titanium! Bill is... Wow! While Bill goes and gets his spork, spork. The... The kids make the crude joke about getting some, um, while one while the one friend has an actual mushroom that looks like a dick, of course, because it's a mushroom on his forehead. I like that little touch. So sometimes those are things are described as having a mushroom head. This is true. This is true. Now to goes on narrating about the white smoke uh, that is still emitting from the big iron at the Mechanica white smoke medical. <laughs> That hand that's left over from, I think, the last episode yeah, um, is still there. And he's really dramatic about this whole thing. Like, he just he's just being very melodramatic. But given what happens later, I guess it kind of makes sense as to, like, why he's being so dramatic. The white smoke from Medical Mechanic. I was trying to do <laughs> weird hell the white stuff. It's <laughs> fair. I regret to inform you I've lost my spork. Oh, my God, Bill. <laughs> what happened to it? Probably my wife. I don't know. <laughs> it, it sounded so cool. It's not where it was. <laughs> God, God be with you, Spork. And I, You'll be. And missed. I don't move things, so that's true. <laughs> well, we move on then, in memory of Spork. Here, we're going to carry on to the secret organization where they are monitoring what's going on with the giant iron. They postulate whether or not the hand is going to grab the iron because, you know. I mean, it's there. That makes sense. 
Because it's there. It's there. <laughs> it might grab the iron at any point. Yeah, come to life, I guess, again. Um, they also talk about dumb. ironing up. <laughs> yeah, it would be really... Why would they do that? Uh, why would they do that? But, spoiler, they also talk about ironing out the wrinkles in our brain. Yes. That's no good. Because those wrinkles are the things that make you think. Yes. That's not um, really true. And again, spoiler, not... That's a that comes back later on in the episode, too. Spoiler, that's not really true. Then we'd all be brainless morons. <sighs> They're saying, forget about Haruko. They need to stop the plant from activating. That's their new focus. Right. Title card. Oh, don't forget about the... Uh, okay, I don't know why it's the card. He had a stroke, ladies and gentlemen. He had a stroke. <laughs> I was just thinking about what's-her-name, Kuri, what's-her-name, drinking his uh, bottle of water and going, Oh, God, what did I just do? You know what just happened, though? No. <laughs> uh-uh. Mimi's on the screen. Oh, how annoying will she be in this episode? Oh, she's oh, she's so important to this episode and important to my life. Uh, she's standing in a rain in a, in a in a rainstorm under an umbrella, looking for Takun. An asshole on a motorcycle goes by and kicks water up on her. Splash, and she gets license plate. That's important. That'll be important for what happens later. Uh, now, Naruto's uh, friends kind of watch her. Just riding that struggle bus, like crawling through the rain, trying to find something. Riding that struggle bus. Riding that struggle bus. Yeah. Huh. And uh, Naoto just is there too, and he just leaves them all behind because he's depresso. He don't care about her no more. Uh, no, he doesn't. They care about nothing. They've broken up. He's all about that bass, all about that bass guitar. That's true. That's true. And Mamimi, all she cares about now is smoking a cigarette. As a small piece of technology with four legs crawls up from the river and collapses in front of her, and she uses the power of secondhand smoke to bring it to life. Uh huh. Makes as much sense as anything else in the anime. It's dog like and it's kind of cute, actually. It's kind of crab like at first. This scene is the scene I think that makes the most sense from the whole this whole episode, honestly. Sure. Uh, yeah, probably. That's probably true. Naoto wanders home, uh, where he's accosted by. The eyebrow man, uh, Amaro? Yeah. Amaro? Amaro. Amaro. Uh, who notes that Naoto is drinking bitter sodas. How grown up of... Is he coming on to him here? <laughs> Bill is just nodding frantically. Uh-huh. He does call him adult like twice in this episode. Yeah. You're so grown up. <laughs> he doesn't use that voice, Bill. Uh, I've been admiring you for five episodes. <laughs> Here, he have also, some eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He gives us a fucking eyebrows. He forces his eyebrows on He's, him. He slaps him on his head. Slapping some eyebrows. And... Uh, yes. So after noting about like, hey, I noticed you've had to deal with a lot of problems with your head. Here, have some eyebrows. I'm I'm an older guy who gets it. I understand. So, pay no attention to those cute kittens. Question. Yes. Answer. He no, he probably. he admonishes him later for taking the eyebrows off. Yeah. Is are the eyebrows meant to like keep whatever is in his head at bay? Maybe he just feels sh- rejected technology? that he doesn't want to be like him. Maybe could be that too. Could be a mix. Maybe I don't know. I'm trying to make. I've been try tried really hard when I wrote these notes to try to make some sense of what's going on, and I had trouble. I wondered if they weren't some sort of actual like anti portal system. Who's to say? We'll never know. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> says who 
I don't know. He also drops some random knowledge here. Things like Haruko's name is really Raharu, which I will never say again for this episode. I will just continue to say Haruko to not confuse yeah, why people. Would we, why would we? And she's after some, quote, astral being named Atomsk, which I think was mentioned in an earlier yes, episode. Yes, we did mention Atomsk yeah. earlier. But we didn't really know what it was until this episode. It's an astral being, also the Pirate King. Also has Yar. has such powerful N.O. power that he destroys planets. What does that mean, though? I don't know. They, don't. they say it. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Naoto's power is N.O. power also. It's like we just get like this plot like shoehorned in here at the end. <laughs> yep. I think in this last episode, they're just like, we should try to make all this make sense. <laughs> I don't know why, but they decided to. Um, also, Atomsk has a nice ass. Fair enough. It's green. I believe you. I, did, I didn't notice. Tot, tat buttocks. <laughs> being a uh, ancient deity, I wasn't entirely sure, like super powerful being. I wasn't entirely sure that was the back or the front at first. <laughs> that's I fair. was like, his thumbs are on backwards. Oh. <laughs> um, that's fair, because he can also steal star systems, apparently. That's why he's called the pirate. Yeah, with his, with his cool. overpowering N.O. power. Yes. Yeah. But he was stolen by Medical Mechanica. Or Mechanica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mechanica. Or Mechanica Medical? Medical Mechanica. Encyclopedia Britannica? Mecha. Mechanica. <laughs> sure. So Haruko is here to rescue him because she's in love with him. So we just get, like, the largest of exposition dumps at the very end of the anime here. Appropriate while looking at his ass. <laughs> <laughs> very fair. <laughs> Hey, we go back to Mamimi. I'm growing an exposition tale. Yes, she's trying to text, I think, uh, not Naruto. Dude, I've done it before. (laughs) She's trying to to get the fuck out of this anime and go to a different anime. So she's she's getting a hold of Naruto. Um, Naruto does make an appearance in this episode, though. Does he? Naruto means is fish cake. She gets fish cake. Haruko gets fish cake from her ramen on her face later. I learned something today. Naruto gets all over her face later. <laughs> that's a that's a different anime. <laughs> no more fanfiction.net for you, sir. <laughs> She's trying to text Naoto, it looks like, but then her phone gets stolen and eaten by this little crab thing. <laughs> but then it grows in size. And she's like, well, I guess I better find you some more technology to eat. Well, she at first doesn't want him to like, she's like, no, I'm going to lose his number. And then she goes, "Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, because she's a strong individual who doesn't need no man. Strong, independent woman. She is a strong, independent woman. I love Mamimi. Yeah, she just has to rely on cigarettes. And and what does she name her letter a lot? (laughs) Takun. (laughs) So, I mean. Replacement. I mean. <laughs> we get an image of the steamy hand, and then we go to Naoto's room where he's playing his guitar with those ridiculous eyebrows on. He's obviously still depressed, and then he goes down for dinner and finds who else but Haruko is there. Yeah, because they made a big deal about like she wasn't there anymore. Yes, yeah, she ran but, away. Like, we have. She's wanted, too. <laughs> we didn't. That wasn't in the last episode. We didn't know anything about it. They just like, oh, I'm sad because nope. she's gone. I'm like, she is. Got <laughs> <laughs> a time skip. Was there? I'd like. I'd forgotten. Uh, yeah, we definitely got a time jump. I thought. Uh, yeah, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. We get the manga style again. 
It's a manga time. <laughs> this is my favorite part of this episode because I'm like, ugh, they're being lazy again. And I'm writing these notes. And then we get to the part after they cut back from the manga part to the regular animation. And his dad is like, we were told we couldn't do the manga thing again because people think it's lazy. And I'm like, I know. I just wrote it in my notes. <laughs> but it was like time consuming. No, I don't think it was. I think that, I, I think, right. I, I that's, think that's the that's the joke. That we did it, joke. and it was it's too animation is easier than doing it yeah. manga style. They told us not to do manga style again, but we did it anyway. So apparently, Haruko's cover story is that she went on vacation to Hawaii, and I love that she randomly goes into like a blurb where she says, "Vacation, alienation, Japanimation, manga, conga, naked lunch, Hawaiian punch." Fruit juicy. <laughs> I love Naked Lunch. I don't know what that is. That is a great <laughs> weird movie. <laughs> is that a movie? Yes. I was asked based on. The I book. was asked to leave the meter, right? <laughs> Naked Lunch. <laughs> David Cronenberg. What's it about? Loose meat sandwiches. <laughs> God damn it! That took me a second. <laughs> From William S. Burroughs. It's about a writer. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. It's about a writer. Okay. Anything beyond that is just too fucking hard to describe. Like this anime. <laughs> Throughout most of the movie, he, he does his typing on a giant cockroach. As a typewriter or a seat? As a typewriter. Because okay. he could be sitting on it and then typing. So it's like a little bit of Franz Kafka's metamorphosis in there somehow. A little bit. It's William S. Burroughs, which is kind of like probably one of Kafka's nightmares. <laughs> this guy. Fair a little enough. bit of cockroach diddling. <laughs> there's a title for you alright so that's, that's the title um, so Haruko and Naoto argue for like a long time um, we get several blurred shots then of naked Kamon as he's horny over Haruko for some reason again I guess he wants uh, to get plugged I mean, in for some reason I mean she she is like as we're told attractive and he's a dirty old man so that's fair like, and, and Naoto's eyebrows fell off yes and I just remembered that uh, uh, Amaro thinks eyebrows are manly, so that's probably all there was to it. That's, I'm sure it's all it was. Come on, uh, demands... This will make sure they can't tell you're 13. <laughs> he demands to know, for some, stop it, for some reason, again, what fooly cooly means. He says that main characters know that kind of thing, of course. Yeah. Which I like that line. This, this whole scene is just so self-referential. I think they're like last episode are like, hey, should we tell the listeners what the title of this anime actually means? Because we still haven't done that. I have a theory on that, but I'll save it till next week. Let's save that for next week for sure. I agree with Naoto here because he's like, who cares what Fooly Cooly means? And I'm like, yeah, who cares? And then he gets hit by a guitar. There's explosions, more arguments. And then Naoto's cleaning up in bath time. Mm -hmm. And Superman appears. Does he? Uh, Grandpa turns into Superman and flies away. <laughs> Of course he does. Not the weirdest thing he does in this episode. No. No, it's not. Naoto's in the bath. He touches his bandage. We see the steam again. Uh, we cut to nighttime. Uh, Naoto asks Haruko to be honest about herself. And she kind of just makes light of it, saying that, hey, what are you about to do? Declare your undying love for me? She came back uh, to see Naoto, she says. Um, although I don't. I don't know if I believe. I mean, I believe it, see, yeah. knowing like what we get later. Not for the reason that not, that she's kind of like trying to kind of make clear now to here. 
she needs him. Yes. Mm-hmm. I guess she says that like his head is the only one that works, so I guess that's hinting at like what his use is going to be later. Yep. <laughs> Not that. And <laughs> she asks him to go away with her, but then she calls him a kid, and he clings to her crying, and it's a really sad scene. Yeah, there's some genuine emotion there. Yeah, I'm sure it works if you're invested. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then Naoto monologues again about how great Haruko is. And he monologues us all the way into the break card. Welcome on into the break card. It is Andy, and you're listening to another episode of Tuning Japanese with my brand new Elgato Wave 3 microphone. I hope you're having a fantastic day. I'm having a wonderful, wonderful break from work. It is much needed. I'm here doing some podcast editing, hopefully getting out these last couple episodes of our season number eight before we move into season nine. Next episode is going to be our sort of wrap up over Fooly Cooly. We've already recorded it and it is a great episode. We play another game of anime character 20 questions. We really break down the anime Fooly Cooly a lot more than what we've done already, which I feel like we already have done in these last episodes. And we make some connections and comparisons trying to figure out what is the best anime. Is it Fooly Cooly Evangelion or Gurren Lagann? You have that to look forward to. It'll probably be out early in January uh, as we are already here at the end of 2022. We're going to try our best in 2023 to bring you more content, all kinds of great stuff. Speaking of content, you can head to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese where you can go listen to bonus content, including our series Tuning In. We just released the Gundam Breaker Battle Log, which we've been meaning for that to get up for a little while, so apologies for that taking a little bit of extra time. You can head to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to help support us. Really, honestly, we could use the monetary support as we're doing everything we can to try to bring this podcast to as many people as possible. We're very excited to reveal what we're going to be doing for Season 9. That'll be next episode. Uh, it's Matt's turn. So if you know Matt, you've been paying attention to Matt and what he talks about throughout this podcast, you might have an idea of what it's going to be already. But you can definitely check that out. That'll be in our next episode. Until then, let's get back into our review of Fooly Cooly and try to figure out how this weird anime ends. We're back from the break card, and we're back with my Mimi! Mom! Mimi! Baby! <laughs> she calls out for Robot Takun. <laughs> She's brought more food uh-huh. in the form of, I think, cell phones from her... From her, from her I think she just fucking straight up stole all the cell phones in school. Yeah, yep. I fucking love her. That's what she did. Oh, yeah, Andy supports stealing. There stealing from high school students. <laughs> no, it's like grade school students. It's fine. Uh, She's a high school girl. I love the look on her face. Because she gets this, like, red-eyed and, like, teethy, jagged-jawed thing going on. And it's just, it's a cool shot. Typical evil, monstrous face. Yes, yes I like it. I have an idea. She's doing, she's going to do bad things. <laughs> she's going to do a bad. Uh, we got to Naoto and Haruko. I'm going to do a crime. <laughs> Be gay, do crimes. <laughs> they take off together on the Vespa, and his friends are at the gym, are at gym class, commenting about like, "Oh man, he took off and hasn't been here for a while." And Aries there, and she's like, "All Naruto has to do is cry." I cried about my parents, 
and everything was better. And they're like, you cried to your parents? And then she does a vault. <laughs> Hui! Huh? And they're like, wow, you can jump over a bar! <laughs> High jump training. <laughs> and he doesn't seem impressed. I, <laughs> he hates his track team. <laughs> <laughs> I just step over the bar, it's fine. <laughs> Mm, so we tall. cut. <laughs> just, just psycho Sid right uh, over it. <laughs> as a t- as a tall drink of handy. <laughs> Can you tell I have three weeks left? I'm that I'm burnt out and ready to be fucking done. We cut to Amaro, who unearthed some sort of mechanical wiring, and they blabber on about a, a Tomsk again. Blah 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 blah. blah it's blah, him blah. and the um the the pachu pachu girl um. The, the 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 sniper. Oh yeah, the sniper girl. Uh, we go back to the Mimi. She apparently, yeah, this is where she, I think this is this is officially where we find out it is the cell phones. Um, and then Robot Takun just wants bigger electronics because she's like, "Why won't you eat these phones I stole for you? <laughs> you didn't finish all your phones." And it... <laughs> <coughs> my Mimi, wow, I'm a big robot now. How could you have your pun <laughs> if you don't finish your phones? <laughs> This robot now is a dog, by the way. Yes. Yes. It's very adorable. The Naoto and Haruko are eating ramen, ramen. on the side of a road mm. while um, they talk about medical mechanica again. And she says that they took something from her, which we know is a Tomsk from earlier. But she can do this as long as she has Naoto. And Naoto calls her selfish a few times, which comes back later on. Um, it's interesting. Like, he's picked up on her. And, like, reads her character, but, like, is still unable to, like, fully see through her. Uh-huh. Because he's got a heart on for her. Because he's, mm-hmm. he's got that weakness. He's thinking with his lower brain. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's... Mummy! You know, it's, you're, just what is... You're, just, it just strikes me as being kind of funny about how you're delivering all this stuff, Andy, <laughs> completely, pretty much ignoring the weirdness <laughs> for a dry explanation of what's going on. Matt, I am ready to be done with this anime. <laughs> and I have tried really hard to like this anime. I have, found, I have found one episode so far out of the six that I really liked. And the rest have been duds. Like this, this has been bad. <laughs> so, like, I'm writing my notes. I'm just like, this happens. Then this happens. We're one step closer to the end. Fair so, if fair. you want to fill in the weirdness, please help me out here. No, it's just the meeting ramen while they talk about this stuff. That's they they do fine. say something along the lines of like, even bad ramen can be fun or good or yeah. even shitty yes. experiences can be just. Yeah, eating ramen in general, I think, is I find pretty fun. I mean, me and another one of our friends always had a thing about getting McDonald's shitty cheeseburgers. And we knew, we knew right? they were shitty, but, you know, they're good in their own right. They're not good cheeseburgers, yeah. but they're good things. That's fair. I like that. We go back again to Mamimi. She's <laughs> got a leash for the RoboDog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They go after the motorcycle from earlier that she got the, the license plate for, and she's like, yes. This is it. Get your revenge. <laughs> and then the dog eats the bike. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Eat that. <laughs> and then she's like, apparently he's going to go on, like, going to get all revenge against all motorcycle and Vespa riders. Petty revenge. All of her tormentors. Yes. 
I mean, yes. To be fair, to be, to be fair, fair. Mimi's arc is the is one of the only ones that actually makes sense. Right. Like she's bullied, she's belittled. She she gets her revenge and then realizes that like that revenge is not the way to go. Because of what happens in this episode, by the end, she decides she has to put aside the way that people look at her. She has to put aside her hangups and she has to just actually go for her own thing, which is to become a photographer. And like of anyone in the show, she has the most satisfying, complete story arc. Yeah, certainly the most complete one. Right. Anywho. Who we in? Next morning, a lot of shit happens. Yes. Eri wanders by the Vespa and uh, finds Naoto and Haruko sleeping on a bench like bums under cardboard. Yeah, they've just decided to run away together. I guess. (laughs) To the street. (laughs) To the streets. Robodog is much bigger now. Yes. Yes. About the the size of that one, uh, that, uh, why can I never remember the name of the dog from the... Clifford? No. From from the the Mar... The giant Marvel dog. Lockjaw. Oh, uh, Lockjaw. Lockjaw. Hey. Yeah. Lockjaw size. I like Lockjaw. No, that's, that's appropriate. That's, yeah. Naoto's friends are there and they're talking about, like, did you hear about all the missing motorcycles and trashed cars? <laughs> 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 to which they run into what they continue to call Naoto's wife that he broke up with. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yep. That's actually pretty fucking funny. <laughs> that's exactly the kind of shit I would say. <laughs> And then they're like, oh, shit, what is that fucking thing? Um, it's coming then, right for us. Yeah, it eats their truck. <laughs> and then that's that, that's that scene. Yeah. Now <laughs> Mamimi's concerned about others. We cut to Naoto's home where Naoto's teacher is talking with Kamon, uh, who is who goes on a side tangent about, like, this time when he was in school and he was entrusted with taking home the class pet hamster. <laughs> And she's like, I think you're missing the point here. Where is your son? It's all about the Hamtaro reference. Yes, they do drop a Hamtaro reference, and that makes me happy in my soul. You've been entrusted with taking care of the class Naoto. <laughs> do you know where he is? <laughs> <laughs> Can we... I'm telling you right now, at some point, we are doing an episode of Hamtaro for tuning in. I fucking love Hamtaro. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. There's a line that I wrote down that I just thought was just really random. And uh, during this conversation, it was his dad saying, unlike that hamster, Naoto is enjoying his freedom. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Poor hamster. (laughs) God damn. (laughs) What happened to this hamster? (laughs) This traumatic moment that he's just opened up here. Today we're going to teach hamsters how to fly. Oh, no. (laughs) Amaro and the sniper are still... Driving around. Kitsurubami. Yeah, he tries to get handsy with her. And she's like, no. This is a problem. This is a problem. <laughs> yeah. But then but then another problem happens, which is the giant robot dog crashes into them um, with a Mimimi hanging on still by the leash. <laughs> uh-huh. But um, now the leash has got her. Yes, and apparently this is the terminal core? Yeah, sure. Is that mentioned Gen- at all? Cool. No, I think this is the first time he says it. Okay, that's fair. And then Conti just happens to be there, wearing a green skirt for some reason. Crossing guard. That's what crossing guards wear in Japan. I guess. And then he shoots brains out of his head, and then he melds with the core. Yeah, like he... Well, yeah, he... Not surprising. Those are the nutsack, like, stacks that come out of his gun mode. I don't yeah. think he shoots them out. I think the thing pulls them out of him. Yeah. Because they unravel and get sucked right in. 
Conti's part of the terminal core. Oh no! This is where we get the name drop of Hamtaro, and then Amaro saves his coworker just in time. Hamtaro, Amaro, Justin, just in time. My next D and D character. <laughs> I like it. Time wizard. Naoto, chomping my flavor, and Haruko rush by on a Vespa on the Vespa, uh, and they notice that the Robo Dog is there. And Haruko shouts, it's the climax! <laughs> Apparently that thing about women riding motorcycles is true. Mm, I, that, that tracks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Matt finally got there. And maybe... Wrap your arms on my velvet rims and strap your hands across my engines. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who taught her that? Which one of you? That's another reference. Oh, we go back to Amaro, who's just... Just teases gets a lot uh, here to eat up the scenery. He yeah. notes that the bomb won't activate quite yet. It's missing something. And then he opens fire on Haruko's bike <laughs> and it sends them tumbling. Yay! What else happens here? Uh, oh yeah, he asks Naoto like, what happened to his eyebrows? Don't trust Haruko. She's too sh- too too selfish. Too selfish. <laughs> She's got grabs. <laughs> <laughs> and says, you need to be an adult. You need to think about Adult things, like the people that you care about, your choices will hurt them. And then he walks over to the Shingoing Haruko, and he's like, no, you have to help, you, you have to choose the right thing. To which she says, it's time to get what I want, but I need your help. And then she launches Naoto with a swing of her guitar into the mouth of the robot. Guitar! <laughs> the amalgamation of this robot then burrows into the ground, leaving a cryptic mark behind, and then it burrows into the hand oh does it yeah yeah oh i don't know i saw like they're on the hand now yeah oh there was something that kind of looked like the sandworm from beetlejuice for a second yeah yeah it plugs the plugs the hand hole because the giant hand had a had a hole in the middle and so they're in the they're in the palm and it it went like got it okay the resurrection of christ here (laughs) the (laughs) unresurrection the d crucifixion yes Amaro says that they are doing what Medical Mechanica wants, which is smoothing out planets of their wrinkles so people can't think. Yep. So they're just going to, like, turn the planet... Stupid. Smooth. I turn the planet smooth. smooth Smooth-brained. This is such an Invader Zim plot. Yeah. This is really an Invader Zim plot. It also makes sense because it's like a flat Earth theory. Well, no. (laughs) Which are all stupid people. Well, granted. That is real. Bald Earth. I legit thought about um, the Borg because they just wanted to take away all the creativity of everybody and yeah. conformity. Sure, that works. They're a, they're a force of conformity in adultism. That makes a lot of sense. That answers my next question: Is what the hell do you think that means? So I appreciate that. Earlier, uh, Amaro says like, "You can't th- smooth out the brain. The wrinkles in your brain is what makes you smart. Mm-hmm. What makes you think." Harko doesn't seem to care what happens to the people of Earth. This is this is her heel turn here. Not really a heel turn so much as just a. She's not here to do bad. She just doesn't care. I don't know. She comes across as really evil Still, in this moment. No, no, she is definitely evil, yeah. but like, not got shark. She got the shark teeth and whatnot. The demon mm-hmm. look. She looks like a death a Shinigami from Death Note, mm-hmm. kind of a little bit. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. Yep, she looks just like Willem Dafoe. <laughs> it's unc- uncanny. Valley. The hand then grabs the iron and Amaro plummets and is crushed by the hand. Well, maybe crushed. 
Because Conti is suddenly there again, even though she, he was part of the hand a minute ago. Yeah, he, I don't know. He unsplooshed himself out of the hand somehow. and I, Yeah. We saw that, that happened off camera. Yep. And then a red energy version of Naoto emerges from Conti, and apparently he now has the power of a Tomsk somehow, the Pirate King. Again, none of it explained, just a deus ex machina sort of bullshit. Pretty much. Leading to an epic battle. Pretty machu picchu. (laughs) This is a weird thing to think. The voice actor doing Amaro when he screams, I I recognize him as one of the guys who uh, tries to turn Vashin for the money in episode 5 of Trigun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> are you crazy he just shot us all next time he might use real bullets <laughs> same guy love that love that we get a fight between haruko and naoto here there's not much to write home about here it's a decent but it is fight. A guitar fight it's a guitar fight yeah it's it's definitely a guitar fight guitar battle like he, and i love he it he starts out with like a bass and a guitar using like double dual wielding yeah and then he puts it together and make a double guitar yeah like yep, those, double neck guitar it's very cool one of those guitars it's like a double guitar? <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? Simpsons. That's auto. Okay. What they want to do with all the money from the uh, oil well under the school. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. There's a line from Haruko that says, Only one of us can eat him, and it's going to be me. Yes. She re- she really missed him. Yeah, that made me wonder, too, because, like, it, so instead, maybe they're lying or wrong about her loving him, and maybe instead she just wants his power? I think that's more what it is. Yeah. And then he comes in barreling Dragon Ball Z style, but stops short and looks all bashful and says, I love you. And they kiss. And then we Ew. pan back while Amaro cries, Twin Waterfalls! <laughs> Just like Pedro. Just like Pedro. Over his sexy wife. Pedro's sexy wife. Yeah, I did, I did, the battle did nothing for me. It was all right. I mean, it wasn't kind of fun. It wasn't like anything to write home about, but I didn't hate it. It, it was like, well, something's happening. I guess there's that. Then the coolest visual, I think, in yes. maybe the whole show. I would agree with that. So Naoto's head erupts again, this time forming giant wings as some sort of like bird-like creature comes out that is apparently a Tomsk. Yep. It's Suzaku! Suzaku the phoenix! Now, I assume yes. it's some kind of phoenix imagery. Uh, Naoto's friends get swept away as well as much of the city. Um, Naoto, a Tomsk, takes the iron from the giant hand which then melds into the big red bird, and then the bird flies off into the sky, Team Rocket style, <laughs> and then the iron crashes back to Earth. Yep. And that's that. Well, she says, like, you he got away again because of you. Yeah, Haruko is kind of left alone to stare up into the sky, and she's upset. But not <laughs> that upset. Like, she's just kind of like, huh, I guess I got to go after him again. Yep. And she's, like, hovering on her, <laughs> hovering in the air on her on her bike. Yep. It's a Hoover craft. Mrs. Hoover? (laughs) My cat's breath smells like cat food. (laughs) I'm just enjoying the animation. It's cool. Like, visually, this is cool. Like, she asks Naoto to come with again, and then she goes, nah, on second thought, you're still just a kid. And then she takes off. Never to be seen again. Like some kind of psychotic, sexy Mary Poppins. Until (laughs) the end of the end credits. Until season two. Mamimi sits up in the rubble... As Naoto crawls over toward his guitar, she snaps a photo of him, and then we get our closing. Yep. Naoto's talking with his friends, and he gives the exact, almost the exact same spiel as episode one, where he says, nothing amazing happens here, everything is ordinary, but then adds in 
the line about Mamimi has left town to become a photographer. Again, that full circle of her character, which I really like. Yeah, which is why she had to leave, because nothing ever happens there. Yep. The iron has settled in and feels like it's just kind of like building in with the grass of the landscape. Conti's doing laundry. You get a shot of the guitar, a string plucks, and that is the episode. Yep. The bass guitar. It's got four strings, yeah. so it's a bass guitar. Got four strings. Yes. <laughs> and that's that. That's episode six, fully climax. Uh, <laughs> so it was like, so Mamimi just leaves town and that's the end of her. Huh? I'm just happy that she gets a happy ending. Did she? Yeah. As far as we know. She's getting away from all the fucking bullying and she's going to start a life for herself. Well, he, you see her pictures in some kind of publication, so she's got to be... Yes. Some... We do? Yeah, they, yeah. There's like a... Where? Right at the very end, there's like a picture of mm-hmm. uh, Nada from... In some kind of book magazine or something. Yeah. That's the one she took there at the end. Oh. And we've got a time cut there because they're like wearing like more fancy clothing. So I'm guessing they're like in middle school now. Okay. I see the I see the article now. Fresh cameraman photo contest winner. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's the episode. Now's the part of the show where we talk about our thoughts on this episode of Fooly Cooly. And then next week we'll talk about our thoughts about the series overall. Um, it was okay. I'm just going to say okay. Like, I will give them credit for trying to at least build a coherent story by the end. Did it work? In my opinion, no. It really didn't. I agree with Matt. There's some cool visuals. Um, a few of the jokes did land really well. Um, I'm happy for Mamimi, who's now one of my favorite anime characters of all time. <laughs> and, yeah, it... Thank God this season is short. <laughs> uh, although, if it was longer, maybe it could have taken some time to breathe and build a more coherent story. I mean, I, it it was an appropriate ending for what we had the last five episodes. Let's put it that way. If you enjoyed the last five episodes, this is probably a satisfactory ending. Um, yeah, don't let don't let my downerness on this anime like you know if you like this style but the other side of, the other side of the coin is if you are hoping this is going to turn everything around explain everything and you know make it all make sense it's not no it absolutely won't since when does Gynax care about coherence oh you make a valid point <laughs> we were able to make a lot of sense out of evangelion i think a lot more sense out of evangelion than we were able to out of this show but we'll have one more episode to do that with matt thoughts on this episode well, that was pretty much the end of mine. <laughs> Overall, it was it's an entertaining show, I think. I don't love it as much as the people who pushed for multiple seasons almost 20 years later. More power to you. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back next time with our retrospective sort of look at the entire season. And then I think we're also going to be talking quite a bit uh, when Bill mentioned in episode one that this is... One of the big reasons here is a companion piece uh, to our other two Gainax shows, Gurren Lagan and Neon Genesis Evangelion. So I'm, I'm very much interested to kind of draw connections, comparisons, and contrasts between the three of those or look at how each of those stories sort of like how they tell their, their narratives and, and, and how they're maybe kind of spiritually connected in some way. So I'm interested to talk about that. We'll uh, also be doing uh, our normal things for an end of a season. Things like uh, we'll do some sort of trivia game. We'll do uh, hopefully a better one than the last one I did. Uh, (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) It's the end of the semester, so probably not. They just keep getting Um, worse. It's true. And then uh, maybe we'll we'll play some anime character 20 
20 questions. We haven't done that in a while. I did enjoy that. So uh, we'll, we'll be doing that. We'll be uh, talking about our rankings as far as where this sits in our own personal rankings. Uh, Matt has some musical stuff for us that we're going to uh, have on that episode. And then we're also going to, speaking of Matt, he's going to have his big reveal for his very first crack at a season, which will probably debut, I'm going to guess, in next year in 2023. By the time we get these couple of episodes out, we'll need a little break around the Christmas time. And then we'll start in January on uh, on Matt's season. Matt, you have chosen. You're not not showing what it is right now, but you have chosen, correct? Yes. 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 I'm so excited. And so am I. Yet also trepidatious. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited, Matt. I'm excited to see what it is that we're going to watch. You've brought some good stuff in the past, um, whether that's on our uh, bonus episodes, whether that's on our stuff on tuning in on our Patreon. Uh, so uh, I'm very fascinated to see what it'll end up being for sure. I've got some ideas and then, uh, and then diving into it. Awesome. Bill, anything from you? Anything else you want to say to wrap up here? Uh, no, not really. I mean, everything else I have is really more for next. I have thoughts, but they're all for next episode. So, all right, we'll get those in next time. All right. We got to get out of here. Uh, I still have lesson plans to write and I want to be in bed at some point to play some Pokemon. I I haven't played Pokemon. I haven't played Pokemon hardly at all today. Playing some Pokemon in bed. I've, I've been, yep, that's, Matt! Hi. Hi, we gotta get out of here, man. I got things to do. We got things to do. Oh, time to go? Okay. Time to go. But life is calling. This has been Tuning Japanese, the podcast where three dudes talk about anime. She can doodle-doodle me anytime. I'm Matthew. Unlike that hamster, I'm enjoying my freedom for at least another few hours. Then I gotta go back to work. My name is Andy. And I brought some spicy fish eggs, so I'm going to have a late night snack. I'm Bill. Oh, I envy your wife. And we will see you next time. Biscuit out your face. We didn't talk about the testicles at all. I still had a ball. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Patrons also have access to our brand new series, Tuning In, where we watch the first episode of an anime and give you our first impressions. Special thanks to Brian Nash and Superfan Matt. This is Quick Draw McGraw, the fastest draw that you ever did saw. And this is Haruko from Fooly Cooly, a Vespa driving girl who's truly unruly. Here's a new story and I think it will please. Now you will learn of their similarities. Quick Draw will turn into El Cabal and hit you with a guitar. And Haruko will also hit you with a guitar. And that's really all there is to it.